Hello, and welcome once again to the future, the Orbcasts, the Premonition Cast. You've attuned your eyes and your ears and your, your third eyes and your sixth senses once again. Your seventh ear. <laughs> your seventh ear. Your sixteenth toe. Uh, <laughs> your third nose. Uh... Once again to the Orbcast. Um, hi everybody. <laughs> We're reaching out through the fourth dimension to suffer. Oh man, fi. Uh, I, I, I am Weirdington Esquire within the fiction of Jukebox. Uh, uh, and 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 Fi is the co-host. And and Fi, it was so hard to read this. Oh yeah. I had to take breaks. Oh, I man. I had to go. And find some clothespins <laughs> to, to to hold on to, like, the joint between, like, my thumb and index finger. <laughs> so that I would, like, have, like, just a mild degree of, of pain. <laughs> so that I would stop jabbing myself in the, in the thigh with a pen while reading this. Christ. Yeah. Oh, man. So we're on the Battle of Barthus. Uh, the, the, we gotta save the Rex Center, uh, arc. Uh, though we actually kind of have a short, uh, interlude chapter that is effectively the prologue to <laughs> the Battle of Barthus, uh, called It's My First Day, which I believe is a Simpsons joke. Um, it is Luna's first day at Hogwarts' school for Hogwarts's arcane department of arcane stuff mm -hmm. and like i think again like just just to like really like i guess like pull the rug out from <laughs> from mookie and all, all all possible things i think this is like a discworld reference because this reminds me a lot of the like uh department for high energy studies i think it's called it's 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 basically like what if mages made a hadron collider um so already <laughs> way cooler than this but it reminds me a lot of the like what if magic was actually just a complex form of science? Obviously, the smartest thing in the world is science. Um, yeah, they all work in one lab. And again, they all have wildly different specializations, which you would think would require wildly different control conditions <laughs> and so forth. Uh, but yeah, they all wear like retro future uh, jumpsuits uh, yeah. to safely conduct their science in. Except... <laughs> For the first character we'll get to know, uh, the, the, like, I guess, she doesn't have a, a title, but she's the effective, like, lead coordinator of the, the laboratory. Yes. Uh, Melna Durnax. Yes. The first actual orc we, we, we will encounter in Dominic Deegan. Yep. And boy, is she a mess. Boy, the design will not let you forget it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she is well, aesthetically all over the place. Like she, she, like orcs are very like indigenous coded. But what indigenous to where? I, fucking who knows? Oh, um, you know, um, they're they're basically the noble savage. Yeah, all of them. Uh, they 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 are um, indigenous colonized peoples. Yeah. Um, Tm. Uh, yeah, they 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 are they are the Omni Brown. Uh, they're yeah. they're they're third world brown. Because the the, the um, thing I like, green. 
the thing that kind of yeah well yeah it's it, instead of being the red man they're the green man uh the i was confused by melna's design because i was trying to figure out like where the because she has like uh she she has like arm like her arms are like tied off with like feathers i assume or like leaves I yes and they, like i think they're supposed to be Actually, I have no idea. It could just be cloth. <laughs> like, it yeah. could just be that she has bandanas tied to each arm. I, I'm gonna, but they're either leaves or... Um, or feathers. I think, I'm assuming it's meant to be feathers. And this is already one of those moments where, like, I saw the character and was like, what's that supposed to be, like, a reference to? Like, because there's a lot of, like, possible... Like, there's a lot of, like, cultural, like... <laughs> like, because there's, like, you know, poly... Like, like um, uh, sort of pan... Uh, uh, was it, like... Uh, 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 Polynesia, like uh, uh, Pacific, Pacific Islander, kind of like motif there, but I don't think that actually that's actually what they're trying to go for. I guess they're trying to go for like, like a like the stuff that people wear in like like war dances and rain dances and stuff like that, uh, like like ceremonial garb it, stuff. It, it, it's it, it, I. You're giving like Mookie way too much credit no, no, by no, asking I, that. No, I, I get yeah. that, but I but the, my my point to point it out is that like this is this is a mistake. Like, yeah, she's she's wearing a brown leather corset, and yeah. like later you find out that it's supposed to be like just a a, a brown leather extension of, of the corset, but for all the world, it looks like she is wearing a coconut bra. Yes, a hundred percent. In the laboratory, like like Luna is is later like given her her lab laboratory uniform, like she 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 is advised and and provided with with her own skin tight um, science jumpsuit, and yet Melena, the person like giving the orders and with you know, apparently the most uh, authority here, um, I guess primarily flaunts the authority by wearing her feathers and coconut bra in the lab. Yeah, but like I like the, I guess my point to, to just to really stick with like why it stuck out to me so bad is like it's one of those things where it's like she she is wearing like 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 traditional outfit stuff, but it's also like like it's not like like I'm too white to really talk about the like the colonization of indigenous peoples, but like I can like it's the thing to understand that like this is such a weird, like it's it's just to it's just to indicate the the fact that the character is supposed to be like indigenous coded. Like that's just yeah. that's just why it's a detail that exists. But it's it, why it frustrates me so bad, and why this stuff always frustrates me so bad is like there's a time and a place for that kind of stuff, and there's better iconography the character could be wearing that would not be like impeding their work outfit. So you didn't well, need to have them wear this, except for the one detail that that you do, because this comic is in black and white, and you wouldn't know that she's an orc, except for the fact that she has, <laughs> like, uh, pointy ears and point teeth. And, and and the thing about that is that we have up to this point only ever been shown Luna as having pointy teeth, so it's very easy to just go, oh, she's another tooth mouth haver, uh simple as that but that's why she needs like to be wearing like the traditional garb of her people uh because otherwise you just wouldn't be able to recognize her the, as an orc the, the 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 other deeply frustrating thing like her hair should probably like her hair and ears should probably be enough but 
Um, the other deeply frustrating thing is the more we find out about this character, the more reason she would have to be deeply estranged <laughs> from from yeah. from her home culture. Well, like, yeah, but but also like that that but that that's assuming a like progression of events and realistic portrayal of a character as opposed to this fucking cartoon Looney Tunes shit with the orcs. Oh, like Melna's entire characterization is is a white hot mess. And let's talk about that immediately after we quickly go over the the other uh actually the only other relevant member of the lab. There's 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 other characters, they have names. Um one of them is a wacky Einstein guy. His name is Civil Spoon and they always complain about it. Uh, uh, it, it the other is a lady. Yeah. She she has breasts. Um yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, um, is, that is in fact her one detail is that she do, is a boob possessor. Uh, uh, and the last one is a rapist who doesn't even who isn't even a lab technician. He is a uh, what is called an elemental changeling, and he's clearly fucking Johnny Storm, but an explicit rapist, like like a a a, a danger, like an extreme danger to women. <laughs> I, yeah, because I do believe um, this comes up way later in many chapters later that he is like pining for Luna and he does not care about her consent. Like we get like teased about that as a thing, but we like I know that oh, it's a later plot point. Like officially, the first panel that, that introduces him, like he's given the rape eyes. And, yeah, no, of course, but uh, I'm just saying he hasn't actually done anything yet. But he yeah. will try later on, is what I'm saying. Uh, well, he he announces that he will like he, yeah. he like yeah um uh and so yeah despite being he's an innately bad person which makes it okay that he's uh, a sentient laboratory animal and is actively abused by the staff yeah. <laughs> that like Principal Spoon is constantly like magically flinging things at his head <laughs> um and that's fine because he's a baddie um. Also, I guess it's worth mentioning, get, getting out of the way, that, that Quilt is living in Dominic's house and is uh, a also, child. Also, we haven't, uh, we haven't along named with... Quilt yet. Quilt is the name of Jacob's failed Frankenstein. Yes. Uh, they named him Quilt because he looks like a patchwork man. <laughs> uh, and, and he is a child and is having fun child times with the cat. Yes. Um, so far, or the my beast that we are assured is a cat. <laughs> yeah. So far, my favorite character by virtue of being completely inoffensive. <laughs> he's living his best life um, he is just having um, pirate adventures with a cat yeah so back to uh melna uh before i move on um she is a like a, a psycho rad film like oh yeah i was gonna bring up the fact um, she's also a, a, a an earth wizard she's an ecomancer but they never yes. like use the term ecomancer again they just use the term uh, Chandok, which Chandok just means nature wizard, but like, it, it it's one of those things where like, you it, it's that it, it, classic classic Klingon bullshit where it's like every word gets perfectly translated without any problems, but then there's just the, the one word, but it like has a perfect one for one translation anyways, but you still use it because it's like you have to remind people that this is a fantasy race. Also, the- she, she like. Gets a look at Luna's face and goes like, "Ah, you you don't even have any orc blood in there, blood in you. You just got a b- bad case of the tusk mouse." And it's like that's uncomfortable. Like that's uncomfortable. It is, 
it's all for the sake of uh, Luna thinking to herself, this is the first time I've been criticized for not looking like an orc. Yeah. Um, But in reality, like, it is this deeply uncomfortable, like, personal space violating moment (laughs) where, like... Uh, like, like, actually, like, first she's, like, really excited. Oh, you must have some orc blood. That means I can respect you as a person. Oh, wait. Grabs your mouth. On closer inspection, you just have a case of tusk mouth. A n- apparently known condition in the setting. <laughs> yeah, um, I... And she's, like, visibly disappointed that, oh, you're, okay, you you, you just have a uh, physical deformity. Yeah. Uh, and, never and mind. I, I, <laughs> and I gotta say, this, like, sucks. Like, it's just, it, like... It makes the it makes Luna a less interesting character in my mind that it's like, cause like I I don't know there's a lot to be said about the idea of like especially going forwards it would be a lot more interesting if the character actually did have some like orc in her bloodline, it's because it, the ramifications of that especially the things that we'd know but like we know about the story would make that a big deal and like an actual thing. It would also be interesting to throw Luna for a loop that no, in fact, <laughs> um, you you you've picked up recessive orc genes. That is that yeah. is why you you have those teeth. Yeah, you're one sixteenth uh, orc Cherokee, uh, <laughs> but but like, but it's not that. It's just like nah, actually, you just have a disease uh, that makes you orc teethed. Uh, so you're just more boring um, than we thought. Uh, and this sucks for a lot of reasons, but one of the more important ones is, that I'm going to bring up now is that this story is going to become about orcs a lot. A lot of the story is about orcs. And it's it, going to be so bad and, at and, every step. And the problem with it is that none of the fucking main cast are orcs. It, it, is, a, it is a common writing foible where you want to introduce an indigenous population. You want to do like a downtrodden race that is, uh, and you want to do like a recontextualization of orcs as not just being scary monsters. Like I get all of that, but the problem with it is that you don't actually make any of your main characters orcs. And I don't, and I don't think Melna counts. Like she is, she's a second stringer. She, she is in the story by virtue of being connected to the other characters in the story at this point. Uh, and she like, and she more or less will remain so for a long time. Uh, she is on the same level as Dirk the Mighty or Dirk the Mighty's favorite lamp. Like she, <laughs> she is not, uh, she is not actually relevant to the story yet, and she won't be for a long time. And so, a problem is that you have a bunch of these white, you know, uh, savior types. Let's call them, uh, showing up and solving all the orcs' problems for them. Uh. I don't know why that would be a problem in storytelling. There's certainly no historical uh, uh, implications of that kind of logic and behavior. Oh, it's uh, it's going to get it's going to get so it's going to get so white savory. We will have. Oh my god! I okay. Would, you know what? Let's just uh, 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 <laughs> we don't have to uh, tackle these things in a chronological order. We find out that um, uh, Dominic's dad. Is is not merely a white savior, but a mighty whitey. He was raised by them. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Um, what was like? He was like partially raised by orcs and has like been in, in, ingratiated into orc culture for he, being so cool. He he, uh, <laughs> he he got the orc medal of honor. Like he 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 got the like supreme. Uh, uh, honor of 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 the the highest caliber of warrior. Well, I mean, he wasn't raised by them. Like he, yeah, he, you're right. Like, 
I was confusing with a different character who was a white guy raised by orcs. Yeah, no, it's worse than that. He 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 was decorated with the 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 orc culture's highest cultural honor, a a a tattoo yeah, a identifying him orc. as 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 an ultra special boy, the best of all orcs. Yes. For negotiating a peace treaty, and that's all we're <laughs> Yeah, uh, and, and he doesn't even speak the language. Like he 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 overtly like doesn't even speak orc correctly. Like like cannot yeah. is not conversational in orc, and yet he is he was so much better at at orc than all of the other native orcs. Then he was. <laughs> I, I would also like to I would like to back up like like a second too because I also like think that we kind of like have to like frame part of the conversation here at, like going forwards because we got to talk about orcs so much in the story is that so orcs in fiction suck because Tolkien despite all of his best efforts uh didn't do a very good job of writing orcs as anything more than uh, a amalgamation of all of the most racist opinions about both like uh uh, what was his like inspirations? It was like the Mongol hordes and like Apache warriors was like also a big factor uh, of of like the the uh, inspiration for orcs. The, the Mongols is all I know. Like, yeah. like I I th- I, th- I, th- I think like just the a a a a British man's conception of Asia is 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 orcs. Yeah, and and over the years they've like they've like gathered a lot of rolling momentum and have kind of become a stand-in for minorities in fiction in general they are sort of the omni brown as we like like to use as a term here where they are just a polyglot of all of the possible minority me- metaphors you could use uh, more commonly nowadays people use them as a way to like decry like black people because there's a lot of it's it's actually like mostly because it's like a, it's weird like uh parallel myth like myth making where a lot of the kinds of things that people decry like the african community the black community of are the same kind of things that they decry of orcs and that orcs have just become synonymous with the same kind of things that are used to denigrate uh black people especially black men but you know not to say that they don't denigrate black women but there's there's a huge emphasis on a kind of like aggressive angry savage that is like present in the orc that is used as like a way the, of being racist about the, it. There, there was a time uh, when when Jewish boxers were derided as as being an unsportsman uh, like thing to to field in the in the squared circle because of their savage desert strength. <laughs> Christ, but yeah, but so like uh, the thing about it is that like and then and then and then. Warcraft 3 Reign of Chaos happened. Uh and uh 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 this I don't think this is necessarily the progenitor of what I'm going to call the good orcs with air quotes with strongly worded air quotes but uh stuff like Reign of Chaos tried to recontextualize orcs as being people like they're just people with different lives uh exterior to uh humans. Uh and they did this by making them uh like Native Americans and also tribal witch doctors who follow a orc version of Moses. Uh, so a little bit of a mess to say the least. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is because like 
I think that is more go like more like more than anything else, the core inspiration for orcs in this story is the sort of Warcraft specific attempt at trying to like recontextualize orcs as people by making them Native American stand-ins or like indigenous stand-ins more broadly. Uh, and in doing so, kind of recreate all of the noble, savage stuff that has been uh, percolating in the mind of the white person for decades anyways, or centuries, honestly. And just kind of making it green as opposed to making it red, I think is, is the real difference, uh, honestly, uh, if we want to get down to just racist tax. And so... Going forwards, we gotta, like, remind ourselves always that, like, when I say that, like, the orcs are racist in the story, it's not because they're, like, glubbering savage monsters. It's because Mookie dared try to fix orcs and managed to do the same problem that Blizzard had done previously of just making them noble savages. They are just... Oh, it's 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 worse than that because some of them are good. Yes, but some my of them point, I assume are good orcs. Uh, my my point is to establish though that even the attempts to try and make the good orcs in the story are still bad because their their depiction of being one of the good ones is to be the kind that are noble savages as opposed mm-hmm. to just savages savages and even then there's a huge underpinning of like aggression and like uh 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 indignation and 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 rage that is just kind of in all of their thing a lot of their like things which again would be fine on its own if like fiction was just fiction and it didn't have like influence by the people that made it but unfortunately that plays into very racist depictions of minorities as being violent and uppity and uh uh uh, uh it, quick to anger and savage it's it's also very schizophrenic because like later on i i remember uh, he'll establish that like oh yeah all orcs are innately vegetarian that their 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 tooths their 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 teethies are are like evolved uh to be ideal for like breaking apart dense roots <laughs> yeah it's for eating the like, um, the hard to eat uh, uh, Montauk or whatever it's called, Maltak. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, he wants true. them to be Klingons and like have have an innate like deep rage, which will be which will be established very early on with with Melna, uh, because uh, Luna dares to talk about how much she loves her boyfriend, and this stirs her <laughs> to nearly beating the life out of her. Uh, yes, and it, it, it um, activates her primal anger, ancestral rage. Um, where she flies off the handle, and it, if it wasn't for Luna uh, skillfully and unconsciously calming her down by virtue of just being too nice, I guess, to beat up. Because that's the thing, too, that it establishes, is that Melna does this a lot, too. Like, this is not, like, an isolated example. Uh, it's kind of a known thing that you're not supposed to talk about boys around her, because it'll trigger her blood rage, <laughs> um, uh, Which is going to make even less sense later when, like, she meets her rapist. Yes. Uh, in in this Spoilers. chapter, and it's um. Anyway, yeah. Fuck. So 
Um, we're uh, between between Luna's first day. We've covered all the the important elements there. Luna is, of course, a, 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 a um the best and the smartest. Yes. Um. So everybody is excited to have her aboard because uh, she's it's it's her first day, but she's already so much smarter than them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they love her for it. Um, there is a, a bizarre guest week where like Mookie wrote a script and like. I guess did a contest or something like two different people did their own interpretations of, of like a, a mini arc mm-hmm. where, uh, uh, scissors, uh, recounts to one of the, the nuns, uh, where he's, he's holed up, uh, doing rehab, um, about the time he, uh, saw a adventurer <laughs> tried like doing trying to do an uh, uh, like avenge themselves on an evil countess mm-hmm. um and he watched the adventurer cut down all the guards killed the adventurer and then killed the countess <laughs> in the adventurer's stead then then reported that uh he he arrived too late to stop the adventurer mm-hmm. um uh, and save for killing <laughs> the, the, the Avenger guy, um, it's, it's, it's one of those convenient, um, uh, sins for a hero to, like, be all cut up about. Yeah. Because you did no wrong, like, like, hard established. This Countess was evil, so evil that, like, someone was driven <laughs> to, to, to a murderer's ramp, like, a, a, a uh, murder's suicide. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it to stop her. <laughs> it, it definitely feels like the, uh, uh, yeah, the establishing, uh, a kind of, like, thing that a character can feel guilty about, but, like, we in the audience knows that he's not really, like, that guilty of it. Because the thing is that you have to be on his side because he's wanting to like redeem himself. And so you have to like throw him a low ball. Uh, that's not really that bad. Um, uh, and that stuff is like, you know, classic bad writing one one of just like very clearly. Cause yeah, very clearly like Cesar is getting his redemption arc soon. Uh, and instead of doing it in a way where it's like having to accept all of the fact, like the fact that he was like, you know, corrupted by a demon for decades uh, or years at the very least, and it made him want to hurt people because it was the only way to, like, you know, uh, uh, balm his Abate wound. the pain. Yeah. yeah. And instead of dealing with any of that stuff uh, or, like, trying to, like, deal with the guilt of still kind of being, like, wanting to do those things in, you know, it's not being necessary. It's not... It isn't necessarily clear whether or not it was just because of Karnak's influence that made him like that. It's just like, nah, nah all is forgiven. We don't care anymore because none of those people really mattered. Um, and I mean, like, also from a from a from a from a very very uh, uh, Twitter socialist perspective, he was killing rich people. So can we really say <laughs> he did anything bad? Uh, but no, of course. In the context of the story, it's like it's just not addressed anymore. That that's kind of messed up that he did that because the story it, just wants you to be on his side now. It, it's it's also really weird that the thing that the the comic lingers on, the thing that the comic worries about is the like 
countess who is ruining people's lives like how how terrible a crime it was that he cut down this this unarmed <laughs> innocent <laughs> life ruining countess and not like the dude who <laughs> who was avenging his family <laughs> like <laughs> um like we don't even see that guy's face we don't get his name but like the the countess is is what we feel really bad about <laughs> Um, yeah, so Dominic has a vision of this happening. Uh, uh, why was it in a weird, different art style? Uh, um, <laughs> Two of them, in fact. Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't know how to like describe the art style of either of the art. Like, it, it's bad it's, in different ways. Yeah, it's scrungly. Like, it's it's much more detailed. Like the, but like, also the, let's the artists are very young don't seem to have a good notice of composition. It's wiggly. I don't know. Yeah. It, like I said, it's bad in different ways. So anyways, Dominic has a vision of this happening, I guess. Uh, and, he decides uh, to write him a letter. That uh, is insufferable to read. Oh, uh, it's bad. It's it's just like, hey, remember how you were the coolest and raddest dude? Uh, well, it'd be cool if you went back to being that way. And remember remember that you have a friend as noble and as smart and as honest as me, Dominic Deegan. XOXO. Um, then we got some jokes um, at Dominic's expense for having yeah. uh, the only one The crippled jokes are back. Uh, thankfully, we won't have it for long because uh, before the end of uh, this this saga, this this chapter, he will have a prosthetic. It will never be a problem again. Even though, based on the the look of that prosthetic, he would need a cane. <laughs> yes, he would. Also, it's funny that we've been talking about for like half an hour so far, and we have not touched on what this like chapter, like what this episode is essentially <sighs> about. Because uh, I feel like we could really wrap that up pretty fast because it's, it's like not even really about it. Oh, it it hurts in, inside my gut. Okay, so so we're um, we're introduced to to the basic premise. It is, it is a classic, in, in all ways, what Mookie wants is, like, okay, so so I can respect the, the impulse here and what, what Mookie wants, but it is too late. Like, like he can't, he can't do this story anymore because he made the protagonist the most special and important boy whose daddy is a rock star and whose mommy is the uh, president of Fantasy Raytheon. <laughs> this, this story cannot function. Like the, the 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 stakes are permanently upscaled. Like it is it is is it is good storytelling instinct that after the protagonist saves the entire world, sh- saves the very shape of reality, and goes into the the infrastructure upon which um, all causality is formed, to like have a more personal like you know smaller story where the stakes are the the small town he lives in. Which is just Lindsbrook, but good. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, the, the 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 same the same town he started in, except good. <laughs> yeah, and, and good the houses, and not bad. <laughs> and the houses don't have bowl cuts anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, you so, see that was that that was like the le- it's the lead in the water of, the, of this of this fantasy well, world. To be this fair, the, the those cuts. people are dead now because they were buried in an avalanche <laughs> of books. Uh, that I quickly burnt, caught fire and caused the great Lindfire Brook, uh, Lindbrook fire. Um, uh, um, but yeah, uh, so uh, 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 headline: Ray's backwater town to become site of uh, Brett uh, 
a uh, Bret Hart Peck <laughs> Memorial yeah. Stadium. D- Dick Hard um, Cheese uh, is <laughs> memorial for super rad slaughter ballers. Uh, um. So so it's 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 your classic save the Rexner plot, but I'm gonna let, let's 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 hash all of this out now so that every time that we talk about the, the stakes being raised by this real estate dude, I don't like wind up reflexively going back to it. The stakes of this are completely fucked. Like, like the, throughout this this saga, the 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 accidental world building is that um, the the kingdom of Kalen is a completely broken dysfunctional kleptocracy. If 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 Mookie thought for even a minute about any of the things that he establishes this chapter, like Kalen would be like, oh. A wash with bread riots. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, here, here's my theory on why that is. Uh, the uh, the ruling class is guarded by an incredibly powerful uh, dual cast of uh, wizards and knights. So bread riots don't happen because you get banished to the naughty zone if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> People like Miranda will throw you to the cornfield. Um. Um. But like one of the crazy things is like. Even beyond that, like above and beyond that, like there, there's a, there's a, there's the kind of a headcanon explanation for for why this is sort of that that we'll get into later because Miranda again has some like very accidental characterization as a monster. Yeah, <laughs> saga. But um, remember that it is just characterization because Miranda is without accidental. She yeah, is, she's a perfect resplendent being, unsundered um, by this world. <laughs> but like. In order for like any of the, the the stakes of this chapter chapter to happen, like in, in any in, in order for any of this stuff to, to come up, um, the king like the, the royal court of Kalen would have to be willing to literally go to war against the Deegan family, like a full military mobilization, <laughs> um, uh, uh, because like. Yeah, it is. It turns out to be, I think, a wild fucking twist that this is exactly what it looks like, and it's just a real estate douchebag, like a a Donald Trump in his twenties kind of character, um, trying to do a shitty real estate like plot. Yeah, he's just and that's it, that. just for his own uh, profit, and and not trying to like fucking d- like delete everything like, to to cause. A violent civil war cause a massive like explosion of like baronies declaring themselves like uh, king of, of their own city states. Like- Anyways, so this guy's name is uh 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 was it Cirque Cirque Brachus. Uh uh, he is another of uh a just Dominic Deegan in a different color palette instead <laughs> of having uh, Dominic's brown hair uh-huh. and green. Oh, uh, but he has a ponytail. <laughs> he has a ponytail. He's blonde, and he has red. And this is a detail that I that stuck out to me. He smokes a long, uh, like a long cigarette. It's like one of those cigarette holders that has a little cigarette in it, which you also don't like holding your mouth like it's a fucking like <laughs> like it's a fucking piece of wheat like that. 
Uh, um, but he would have, but Mookie would have to draw hands a whole lot if, if he were to be carrying. And, and the, the thing that really gets me about this detail, in the same way that Celesto is very clearly meant to be like the Dominic who fucks, he's like he's Dominic, but he's chic. This is like like the Dominic who sucks, where he's like <laughs> Dominic Deegan, but like a lame wad, like a way more of a Gaston uh, type. Uh, he even has the same like fucking like fingerless gloves. They're just in a different color. But the thing that stuck out to me the most about this is, like, it's a detail that, like, Dominic doesn't have anymore that would make this make more sense. Because Dominic doesn't smoke a pipe anymore. And, like, a pipe, especially the kind of pipe he's smoking, is, like, a very, like, rustic, old-timey version of the thing that essentially the villain is smoking, which is, like, a, a long, slender uh, cigarette. Uh... But that's it's 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 symmetry that doesn't work anymore because th because the main character does not smoke a pipe anymore, uh, so it's just a detail that stuck out to me as just being weird and like off on its own island. Uh, anyways, uh, he's the uh, worst guy to ever and, live, and and he's dating uh, 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 Luna's other sister. Yes, uh, um, I Marellia. I wish for all the world that new other sisters would not stop being introduced. Yeah, yeah, like every every new every new arc, there's another uh, Trevoria <laughs> sister that just keeps showing up. Uh, but but uh, this time she has the terrible power of being a lawyer. Ha ha. Which is which is the 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 justification for how he's able to like pull these these legal loopholes, but. The, the the wild thing about it is that like the 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 like what what are supposed to be like uh, legal shenanigans he pulls are so wild they demonstrate that the the order like like the the rule of law in Kalen has completely broken down. <laughs> uh, like um. Anyways, uh, before we get into any of that stuff with Brackus, we also find out that. Uh, as an additional wrinkle, Brackus was the only person Luna has ever dated before Dominic. Uh, and I will give and this an incredibly small amount of credit. An incredibly small amount of credit that's immediately negated, um, like immediately afterwards. But these two have a very adult conversation between the two of them about the fact that they've both had previous, like, like, uh, intercourse they, they, yeah. they've, they've both lost their virginity to other yeah people. They, and they've had previous re like uh relationships and the only reason why i'm giving that any credit at all is because this is the kind of story that would be like hyper incel shit mm. like 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 it, i was so ready for him to being like the, to be this like over like overly romantic bullshit about like oh well i've never had anyone before which you know would further reinforce the problems of luna being like a like having no other options besides Dominic because he she's the he's the only person who doesn't perceive her as an or horrible gross orc um but uh we find out instead that like yeah Brackus like slept with her before and it went really badly uh so much so that it's what like it's kind of what kickstarted her into her suicidal fit but that's not even really the thing I wanted to talk about this thing because it's the one thing I was going to give this because immediately afterwards as we find out that uh uh uh, Dominic, Dominic also had a, had a really bad first sexual encounter. Yeah, he was uh, raped by uh, a character that the story considers to be one of his best friends. Um, it's not painted like that, but that's what it is. Waka they're, they're, waka. The the literal <laughs> lines are: Did you you know sleep with her on our first date? Actually, not that I had much choice. 
not much choice. What do you mean? And then it comes to him screaming for help in cat ears, chained to a bedpost with her like looking like, I think that emotion's supposed to be seductively or like <laughs> domineeringly. And then Luna's response to this is to chuckle about it. This mm-hmm. is fucked up. And then we move on. Dominic yeah. also thinks, well, ha, in hindsight, it was hilarious how how no one came. <laughs> yeah. How I no one came to help me. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a man, and when men get, like, sexually assaulted, that's just funny. Because it's pathetic that, like, a man would get se- sexually assaulted, and it's not really like we were really, like, like that. It's But, like, no, that's that's just rape. Like, if, if you didn't have much of a choice, you were coerced to do it. Uh, and if you're coerced doing it, the funny uh, uh, Dom sub shit with the cat ears, that's not of your free will. Like, that shit has to like be really like really st- established with strong parameters and uh, and barriers because you don't want to cross lines. That's the whole fucking point of that shit. Uh, um, you, you, he, this character is a monster, and it will never be examined by the story. Meanwhile, in, 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 in terms of uh, things that are much more likely disappointing, <laughs> it turns out Scissor's dad um, uh, isn't a banker in, in Sexville. He's, he's, yeah. He's, he, he, he yeah, operates, that, that was such a bummer. He, 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 he lives and works in, in, in Malena's university town. Yes, which is ridiculous. Uh, um, lame. <laughs> what? Yeah. What a disappointment. <laughs> no, well, because the story fundamentally doesn't treat sex work as legitimate work, so he wouldn't have a job there. Because what would he? What would he be doing like legal stuff on? Uh, fake made up jobs like <laughs> having sex for money. <laughs> in in hindsight, uh, uh, sextopia is so weird that it's. It's Vegas without gambling. Like yeah. it's it's the all horse Vegas. <laughs> it's it's like but it's like it's like prude Vegas where it's like what prude people think like Vegas is. Um, uh, there's one of those jokes that made me like breathe heavily out of my nose kind of situations where it's like uh, it turns out that uh, Mr. Sturtz, who because I could not remember what his real name is, Lars, Lars. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Lars Sturtz uh, and uh, Donovan Deegan uh, go back a ways because uh, he helped him with like like part of his legal stuff. Oh yeah, Apparently, he got <laughs> life insurance. Uh, he got like 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 life insurance on his kids, but it was only for the upper halves of their body. And then maybe like breathe out of my like exhale in my nose kind of loudly because uh, it was like the, oh yeah, because all of them have like leg injuries. The the, the uh... <laughs> I didn't catch that. I I. I... <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it because of the delivery. The, the delivery was solid. Like yeah. Donovan, I don't know how you manage this, but according to this, you only have injury insurance for half of your children. Their upper halves. Yeah, but that also means that Jacob is entitled to compensation for all of his necromancy bullshit. <laughs> Uh, isn't that amazing? But neither Greg nor nor Dom are kidding. Um, um, but there's also like a secondary detail that like Greg is gonna get sued by the by the Slaughterball okay. Association. Okay, no, no, it's it's even like this. This is part of part of what like makes this completely fucking wacky. So like all all of the like because it's all by way of like. 
the the government of Kalen, like the, the, the uh, by by edict of the royal court of Kalen, um, all all of all of the things that the the characters are being harassed with, and like in your typical like, but because he's mindlessly following the formula in the typical save the rec center formula, this stuff happens because. You can bribe the exchequer to fuck over some minority community or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. it's it's a poor community. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, uh, we're uh, declaring something or other about the sewer system, yeah, whatever, uh, to fuck you over and like prevent you from like solving this problem, and that works and uh, makes sense in the context of your classic save the rec center because the char- the principal characters are nobodies. Like, like they don't have anywhere to turn to. It's, it's the little guy versus city hall. It's the little guy versus a uh, big business and it's, you know, ability to easily bribe city hall. And like it, it, like part of the resolution is managing to get the attention of somebody in a position of sufficient power to actually solve the problem. But Mookie never stops to realize he can't do this <laughs> because, because like, his protagonists are big fucking deals. Yeah, they, they, they are history's most famous wizards and bards. And also, you know, it, it, it is in, it, it, like, the, in the subject of the text. Like, it's just, you cannot contradict this. It, they just have to be rich. Like, they have to have money. Oh, oh yeah. The, the, the fact that they, they, they don't have a lawyer and have to go to their banker friend... To, to compete against um, the bad guy's lawyer is absolutely preposterous. Like, yeah. the, uh, again, the president of fantasy, Raytheon, and uh, the setting's biggest rock star. You mean to tell me that if somebody uh, issued them the slightest legal hassle, that Lucifer herself wouldn't emerge from hell's butt crack carrying a briefcase? <laughs> <laughs> To, to take all of their teeth in the settlement? <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so instead, it's this ridiculous thing where they keep forgetting that everyone is re- very wealthy here. Um, um, but, but uh, so this is all relevant because it, it's not just being sued by the Slutter Bowl Association. The Kingdom of Kalen has has issued and, or, like, ha- has, has officially declared... That because the the Infernomancer that uh, attacked and destroyed uh, this town um, was after Gregory Deegan, and because inexplicably the like only two people he failed to save were like I can't remember who else and the mayor character. Mm-hmm. Um, that means that Gregory is 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 has been legally deemed solely liable <laughs> for the destruction. And thus must pay um, reparations to the kingdom twice, like once, like just personally, as as a fine for, I guess, manslaughter, mm-hmm. <laughs> as a as a weird gilder, <laughs> and 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 an, uh, another um, arbitrary. I'm not sure the current like they they like. Gregory owes a shitload of money, but I don't think they ever mention what the actual currency of Kalen is <laughs> during this entire story. It's, I don't know, um, I'm trying to think of something funny that it would be. It's it's a currency entirely of, like, Bitcoin or something. <laughs> uh, um, um, fail coin. Um, yeah. A doge. <laughs> 
Uh, he 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 owes one billion Doge uh, to to both the kingdom and the town, which is must be paid to the kingdom to be reimbursed to the town. Except <laughs> that, like, it's going to it's going to turn out to be super easy, barely an inconvenience for them to deny um, the town any aid because apparently. And it, 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 it like it's only like apparently uh, like this this makes sense for a thing that's in America, <laughs> especially modern America at, at the height of decline. Um, but everybody in this what we're told is a rural town, what is told is is an out of the way town, owns their own property, and in order to get material aid from the kingdom have to individually submit <laughs> paperwork requesting emergency aid yeah, to rebuild gotta, gotta their private homes. It, yeah. Um, it's, it's important to cover, but we do got to like move a little bit like faster. Uh, so, so anyway, yeah, Greg, Greg owes a, a shitload of money, both the, the money to pay for, for the rebuilding of the town and also just just uh, uh, an extra fuck you <laughs> um, uh, inconvenience fee on the part of the kingdom. Uh, and if he if he does not pay pay this within uh, a arbitrary amount of time, he will be imprisoned. Um, uh, and, and it can't be stated enough that like, who is the government official who like, who like it is it is it boggles the mind that, that this dude could possibly pay uh bribe anybody with enough money to justify the risk of if this if 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 they are unable to call this bluff and Gregory Deegan goes to jail <laughs> Miranda <laughs> Deegan will wish you into the cornfield <laughs> yeah but like that's the thing is the story just forgets conveniently that Miranda exists uh for this whole uh, logic so, so they have to because the thing about this is that none of that matters because the thing that the story wants to be about is it wants to be about the idea of solving this through proper channels. Like, they go through, they get a lawyer friend to, like, fix the problem because it turns out that, like, a lot of that was a bluff. Um, and they could easily just solve this through just paperwork, uh, which just escalates it further and further and further. Uh, um... Because this dude apparently owns a third of the Kalen government. <laughs> like, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, um, so, uh, Daddy Daddy arrives on the scene with his banker pal. He's not even a lawyer. He, he is, like, just a nebulous banker. He works at the bank doing bank a, stuff. He's, he's a money man. He's yeah. a bank lawyer. Um, uh, he, he lawyers the bank. Uh, uh, so, so, Dovin um, carves his initials into the bad guy's pantaloons. Yes, as, um, as ones want to do. And the, the bad guy, it, it, in spite of just a second ago, like, trying to goad <laughs> the, 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 the Gregory or any of the townspeople into physically assaulting him, um, uh, uh, you win this time, Deegans! <laughs> I'm going to sue them for everything they have. Um, um, but apparently, like, uh, it takes his, his lawyer girlfriend to tell him that uh, this is legally uh, regarded as a challenge to a duel. Yes. And so we can get them th uh, that way. Like this dude wouldn't have known that. 
Which is anyway. also some real dumb... Like, like the, the dueling law in Kallen, I think, comprises, at this point, at least 50% of the laws we know about in this story. <laughs> like, like I, 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 I firmly believe that the underpinning of the Kallen legal... Uh, 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 a system is is they is an outgrowth of having to establish like laws and co- like codifying like dueling law and they just turned into a legal system from there because uh, it's the only way that they, this makes as much god like it makes any goddamn sense but yeah so um, the plan is to duel donovan with a, they're gonna get a ringer who is gonna duel for them who is extremely italian um uh, who's 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 an always indigo Montoya? Yes. Um, and but evil. Uh, and he's 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 no, he's just indigo. <laughs> indigo was fairly uh, evil himself, and he is he's he's no more or less evil than than indigo. Um, it turns out. Um, and uh, 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 the the gimmick there is that apparently he has a technique that um, win or lose, uh, he will maim. Uh, Dovin's uh, guitar in hand. Yes, which is uh, very important for the preceding events. Uh, um, because it, inevitably, like, it takes them a, a, a strikingly long time to hit upon the idea of, like, hey, wait a, hey, Dad, wait a minute. Aren't you <laughs> a, a, a world-famous rock star? Aren't you Gene Simmons? What, um, what if we did a benefit concert? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and like, the um, thing that... Well, the thing, too, is that, like, because this... Because, like, this story is all, like, this, the battle for for Barthes is also, like, f- really fucked, like, chrono- like, chronologically, where, like, it's it's about this duel for, like, half of it, and then it stops being about this duel, and then it just becomes about a band, like, for the, the back half of it. Um, because they, like, quickly deal with the duel, uh, uh, in a dumb way. Well, uh, the, the the duel happens at the climax of so this. Like it, it's it's uh, like no, it two happens at the climax of the first half, and then it um, and then it like becomes a different thing halfway through. Oh uh, yeah. Um. Uh. Well, the, the the entire the entire conflict is resolved. Uh. By yeah. uh, from a from a content from a conventional standpoint, it's the climax. But from this this story's, uh, it is kind of. <laughs> It's not nearly as important as the giant rock concert. The rock concert gets so much more screen time than the duel does. Um. Oh yeah, no, like, well, like it, it, it fucks around and 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 uh, is becomes much more interested in, in introducing more orcs. <laughs> yes. Um. In in the second half, but the actual conflict, the actual story, <laughs> it uh, is mostly revolving around the duel, and and the the resolution of the duel also resolves. All of the problems, essentially, <laughs> like they 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 the, the concert winds up being an end zone dance, yeah. Um, which again is yes, five is correct. More than half of the screen time, <laughs> yeah. So by virtue of the way that the story is structured, it is more important than the duel. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, Dominic uses his uh, 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 amazing powers um, to spy. On um, the the, the, the Batman deal, yeah, yeah I'm, uh, like um, yeah. So so the thing that like so we we get a, like a, a shotgun of this thing, and this is one of those things where you can really feel the like I'm making this shit up as I'm going along nature of this story really hard to me because I I got like weirdly swerved by this where like Brackley's just establishes this the evilest dude on earth. He is the most corrupt noble to ever be a corrupt noble in anything. He he might as well kick puppies in every like he he might as well. Buy fresh puppies to kick. 
That's how evil he is. <laughs> um, he is he is a bastard of every degree. He 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 instigated shit with this this Brett nonsense. He uh, he's what he's who, he's who convinced Kruna to kill her daughter. He broke up with Luna, which led into her killing his killing his daughter. And then like there's one weird scene that happens that's like a weird thing that would be like a complication in a better story which is that like he has regrets about doing that to her like he broke it off with her and then he realized in hindsight like oh i made a mistake i'm actually in love with this girl and i always have been and i like screwed up and i like need like and and so there's like lingering sentiment to that but then it like triples down on like oh actually like part of the reason why that happened though is because he's a fucking monster so he's it doesn't matter that he has like lingering feelings for her oh because he's a controlling psycho also here's here's a wild one the the evil countess we we get a brief vision of of her talking to this dude and going are you sure like evil is is a good career move for me like i I really have my doubts about yeah, the, yeah. Upsetting the wrong people. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> she was really she was reluctantly evil as a countess. Like she she'd only dipped her toes into into professional evil. Yeah. <laughs> and, killed her. And, and the rest of this, like the rest of this duel stuff is just about like redeeming Cezark for the most part. Oh, um, uh, uh, here here's a brief incidental thing. Um, Dovin sends a seamail to Melinda through mm-hmm. the black crystal ball that we established earlier that she owns because Dominic needed to use it. Mm-hmm. Melinda, Melinda, or Miranda, whatever. Yeah, Mar- Miranda. M- Miranda. Miranda is never established to be a seer. But apparently, no, she, she keeps is. it. Okay. So, so she she is, but it's a it's a hit and run line. We get told that she is an archmage, and what we get told about archmages in the setting is that to become an archmage, you have to master all schools of magic to do so. Which okay. is another one of those lines that is not explored. That that means Miranda has to also be a master necromancer. Oh to, yeah, for that to let li- that and, line to work, and an infernomancer. <laughs> Sorry, and an infernomancer. Well, well, no, but like infernomancy is not a real magic. Like uh, it's, okay. it's the yeah, it's the that, schools of magic. Like yeah, it's gotcha. it's the it's it's the schools of magic from D anD D, right? So so, so but, yeah, she she but what yeah, necromancy. Yeah, she she would also be a necromancer. Uh, but the the only time we've seen her use this 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 black. Uh, uh, crystal ball so far is to receive a seamail from Dovin. Yes, and and then we find out that like we, we see a couple instances of people basically on the phone. <laughs> there are crystals that are that that, that are just a, a part of the setting that people with enough money can have for the sole purpose of re- sending, uh, presumably sending, uh, but at least receiving seamail <laughs> and conducting calls with. Um. But yeah, as this duel has happened, ha- thing it also turns out that Brackus had brought in a bunch of like knights to, oh, in theory, oversee that this duel is legitimate, which is very obviously just there so that it's like, yeah, this no matter what this duel, like no matter what happens in this duel, 
th- these knights are also just going to kill everybody. Uh, we're, we're, we're not there yet. <laughs> there's there's so much more insane shit that we gotta. But we cover. gotta like. So, we, we, okay. We got so much yeah, to he talk has about. a vision about a, a, a ring that he that he never uh, in, investigates. Uh, uh, Dominic has to like solve the problem by like invading people's like dreams and even date like like enforcing a, a, a brief uh, terrifying hallucinations on people uh, th- throughout the kingdom of Kalen to, yeah. to gather up all the resources and allies he needs to make sure that uh, they can actually win this this duel um, uh, because uh, emerg- all the emergency funds that Gregory is supposed to be paying can't go to Barthus because um, they declare Barth like the the, the the baddie gets some some government agency to declare Barthus a radioactive exclusion zone. Yeah. Um. Uh. Because both necromancy and inferomancy have happened there. Um. And yet, the Luanan Church sponsors the concert. <laughs> On this supposedly unhallowed ground, meaning the church does not agree with <laughs> their the classification of this place as a radioactive exclusion zone, in spite of probably being the person who you would like send a survey team to confirm that with. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, they they uh, all the pieces are in place. Um, Archangelo Scalari. <laughs> mm-hmm. What an awful name. And it keeps yes. getting brought up because Moki thinks it's so funny. It's, it's Scarletti. Um, it's because he, he inflicts scar-like wounds that never heal. Yeah. <laughs> that's, um, that's his entire thing. Um, He's also tricked to, like, in this duel... This, this duel is a whole lot where it's just... It's so many moving parts of, like, how did you account for any of these things to actually happen? <laughs> um... um uh, so just in time, uh, Scissors shows up to act as Dovin's proxy, so that there's there's no opportunity for for uh, Dovin to be to be maimed and unable to play the guitar. Um. Uh, Which and is a real important thing here. And here is here is completely insane. So 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 uh, the the terms of the duel is it's to the first blood. Uh, if if the good guys win, um, then um, uh, 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 rich Dominic, money Dominic, has yes. to pay um, the uh, service fee <laughs> on on uh, Gregory's debt. has has to pay half of half of the debt. Uh, and also leave them the fuck alone. Like he, he, he is—he's no longer going to build the stadium on top of the ruins of this town. Um, and if the the Deegans lose, they have to leave immediately, cancel the concert, and and, and get the fuck up, out. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Sturtz adds the additional uh, caveat: uh, if if I win, then Scarletti has to co- uh, confess. To being uh, a, a party to and aware of the conspiracy <laughs> to to drive Luna to suicide. Um, Scarletti, uh, the Scarletti's team agrees, which is fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, why would you? Like, well, and also, how could that possibly be legally binding? Like, like the the, the terms of this duel is I have to admit to a very specific crime. Uh. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> like, you could do that with any crowd. <laughs> like, whether or not the person actually did it. Like, all right. <laughs> like, uh, I, I admit to killing the president. Isn't the president still alive? <laughs> yeah. This, 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 this duel is dumb uh, because the whole um, plan is like, well, obviously, I accounted for the fact that you're going to use him as a ringer, and everybody knows that uh, uh, Cezark has the murder, uh, the murder boners. Uh, so we're just going to like make him kill Scarletti, which will just tie up all these loose ends because Scarletti will be dead. Uh, Cezark will go to jail, and everyone loses, and even if he wins, uh, and like um, I don't know, I. I respect the attempt here of trying to, like, show the character's physical growth. That he's, like, injured, which triggers his, like, murder-itis uh, oh, again. He... And it all feels like ho- like it feels like everything's playing into his right into his hand. And then at the last second, he's, like, been playing everybody. And he, like, humiliates Brachus instead uh, of... On guard to pay. He, yeah. he, 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 he takes uh, Brachus's uh, um, uh, wig off. Yes. Uh, that he's been wearing this entire time. Um, so, it, it, and also the refs punch him in his yes. demon wound. Yes. Um, because the the the, the uh, Kalen knights that the baddie has brought to oversee this duel are, like, comically hyper-corrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Which... in front of, of 10,000 witnesses, including the, 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 the high priest who is the person... Through which they got this event sponsored by by the Mulanian Church. Yes, and and, and and to be fair though, our our presentation of of Kalanites up to this point have just been that they are corrupt. So this isn't so much hyper corruption as this just is. To as far as I'm concerned, just how like royal knights of Kalan like. Uh, except this is resolved because um, the version of Siegfried that lives in a uh, weird's mind shows up. <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. Because um, <laughs> uh, this character will I, never show up again. <laughs> Everyone waved to see the cool version of Siegfried. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yes and no. Intermittently, none of these characters are, are written consistently or, or believably. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, no. Uh, uh, Siegfried um, in in uh, <laughs> the bad guy. The bad guy thought he made sure that Siegfried wouldn't show up because he knows that um, he is a friend of the Deegan family, and like like it's not. It's maybe not necessarily that that Siegfried does have a sense of justice. It's just that he, he want, he, he, like the bad guy tried to counter their nepotistic <laughs> in with the knights. Yeah. Hey, those are my meal tickets. <laughs> um, um, but Siegfried is like, has apparently been, <laughs> it, it actually becomes deeply hilarious. Uh, like, um, Scarletti, uh, calls, um, uh, uh, calls Siegfried on this. Like Siegfried comes in and says, "I've been suspecting there have been there's been a corrupt <laughs> there's been a corruption among my knights." <laughs> yeah, his name is Siegfried. <laughs> um. Well, by corruption he means taking money. Like, yeah, you're it's supposed to do this for like petty reasons, like personal yeah. reasons, taking like being, money. <laughs> being a sociopath. You you you've soiled your hands with money. <laughs> 
What could you want money for? You can just use your title to simply take things. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, beats the life out of all the knights. Uh, and, um, uh, not only, like, like, and it, it's very much like what we talked about last episode of, like, there are no good and bad actions. They're just good and bad teams. He literally, he literally just does the exact same thing to that. Like, he is equally as corrupt. Like, um, that like uh, the the baddie points out that no no he he did lose the duel like he assaulted me a bystander he assaulted your hat <laughs> buy a new one um even though no oh, that is that is assault um one of the and also one of the bad things that the the bad guys did was uh oh yeah we're confiscating uh your your bassist the ne ne necromantic golem uh we're 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 going to take it into uh uh. Uh, in as evidence and tear it apart. Um, and, uh, like, Quilt, at, at the end of this, when dust settles, like, goes up to Siegfried, aren't you supposed to take me away to the, to the bad place? And Siegfried goes, I don't see a necromantic golem, do, do you, high priest of the Mayengard Church? I just see a bassist. <laughs> just, just a, just a, just a normal bassist. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just Slash over there, you can't fool me. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, Siegfried is every bit as corrupt, uh, as, as the knights that he just, uh, put in the emergency room, but he's corrupt for the right side. Yeah, he's our corrupt, though. <laughs> oh, man. Would you believe this is not even, like, this is, like, half of this, like, chapter. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we, we have a final confrontation between Dominic and, and the instigator of all the bad things. Um, informing him that, yeah, I've, I've gone blind <laughs> using my psychic powers to, to ruin your, your whole thing, your whole deal, your whole career. I've destroyed it. Um, uh, with, 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 with a, with a series of strongly worded C-mails. Um, the, the newspapers that up until this point you have shown every sign of controlling <laughs> and surely must own. <laughs> I have given them a story so spicy that they have printed it in spite of the fact that it will destroy your entire <laughs> enterprise. <laughs> so stupid. Um, and, and like, th this dude is ushered out of the story uh, by, uh, oh yes, um, I have turned your finding obscure laws uh, against you. Um... And I'm going to lock you in this room with Luna, who apparently, by law, because we've 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 legally proven by way of a coerced testimony, <laughs> uh, that that you were you had a hand in a conspiracy to drive her to suicide. Uh, as as the the victim of your murderous conspiracy, she legally has the right to hit you once <laughs> with anything she wants. <laughs> Again, I think that like I do think that all of Callan's like like legal system is built upon really eccentric and extreme dueling laws. <laughs> um meanwhile the cat has found a diamond ring uh in the rubble. We um in a really strange detail that I think is just kinda just there to like gas up the protagonist for like no good reason. Um uh, yeah, yeah, so, well, no, no, like, yeah, it, it's, it's so that Dominic can, like, kick himself, like, errat, like, it's so that everybody can assure that, uh, Dominic that he is a good special boy. 
That's what um, I mean. Who, like that's, who that's, did, that's what I mean. Who like, did extra no wrong. He, he kicks himself for not paying attention in among all his visions to this, this diamond ring, because it turns out to be a ultra special diamond that is worth so much that it would have, uh, uh, paid back the, the debt in full. Yeah. Um, with, with dividends. And all of the characters have to reassure him that no, stupid, <laughs> no amount of money would have solved this problem, actually. <laughs> like, yeah. like this, this dude apparently controlled every, like, had, had control of every lever of government. Any, any, like, any attempt to sell this ring and then, like, use that money to, to pay off, they, they would have found some new kind of wacky loophole. Like, the only way to solve this would, was to destroy him. Um, and uh, in, in one last uh, dumbass thing, uh, before we move on to talking about uh, the actual concert and these fucking orcs. <laughs> yes. Um, is... Uh... Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> My brain is completely uh, uh, misfired on the, the next thing I, I, I was talking I was gonna about. Bring up a, I was going to bring up the maestro. Uh, okay, I guess. The, the single greatest character in this entire story uh because he's just a clown. Like he just mm-hmm. he just said he's just a cartoon. Like he just is, is such a joke that it's like there's no pretense or errors about him being something we're supposed to take seriously. And so I don't have to just like there's no like he's not like has like doesn't have like hidden depths. He's not like secretly a bad person. He's just a punchline. He's a, he's a, the, the world's greatest lightning mage called the Maestro, and he shows up by like lightning bolt thawing everywhere, uh, and he's just a ridiculous character who makes like gets like constantly shocked all the time as he's talking and stuff like that. And the whole punchline of it is, well, he's going to be, he's gonna be in the band because he's also a great conductor. Ha ha. Um. But I also like love how this doesn't make any sense because like, what does a band need a fucking conductor for? Like they're yeah, a rock he's, band. He's functionally just the pyrotechnic guy. Yeah, he also gives. Um, he also turns their acoustic guitars into electric guitars through electric magic. They yeah, electric lutes is is what they call it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, God, I wish I, I I knew what I was uh gonna say. I guess we'll do it uh next week if 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 I if I do remember it. Um. Uh. So they. So have yeah, now band. they have this 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 incredibly invaluable uh uh super diamond uh that they're going to just donate to the town um and thus making the concert basically purely masturbatory. It it like the yeah the the, the rest of rest of this arc is is just. An end zone dance um, to introduce us to to fucking orcs. Yeah, so um, much about orcs too. So much. It, so yeah. So like to to uh, get into it, they they host the band and like a lo- like these local traveling orcs like see the like band flyer, I guess about uh, that the that they're that oh it's it there's a there's a an no, orc drummer because the it's a joke, uh, I guess, but like the whole thing about uh, 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 Ch- Chandrax, the, the the like the orc nature wizards, is they come in two varieties: uh, ones that can dance and ones that can play the drums. 
Uh, and Melna is the drum playing one. Uh, so she's going to be their drummer for this, which like was when this hit me that like, this is a, this is a Discworld book that's being ripped off, which is about like, what if a band, like what if like a rock band existed in, in a magic fantasy world. Um, but it's like way more interesting than this, uh, by a huge margin. Um, um, Oh, very extremely briefly. Um, we, we get some, uh, uh, filler pages of what's really exasperating is that through these filler pages, we find out that, Oh, he did some pre-planning for this fucking comic. God. Yeah. Like he drew character designs and had like plot lines and stuff that he discarded. <laughs> so, so what's really aggravating is, Oh, he did think about this and these were the results he came to. <laughs> Um, uh, originally, uh, Dominic was supposed to date Jaden. Yes. The, like, personalityless, like, white mage lady. Yeah, and even um, more boring character than Luna, somehow. Uh, and, uh, Gregory was initially going to be, like, a, a, a young, uh, uh, knight. Like, a, a, a aspiring knight. Uh, holy knight. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob was going to be even more hilarious. Um, with with it was like too hard to draw. Obviously, skeleton armor. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he had he had skella armor. He had bone armor. Um, but yeah, to to get back into this a little bit, this is actually where Donovan takes his shirt off, and we find out that he has like orc tattoos. Mm -hmm. Um, which like again, like so like. Like that's a that's one of those things where it's like in in the real world like cultural exchange is a whole thing like it is it is a it is a thing that happens where people will you know it's like oh you're you're cool and I want you to be like part of my like community in some way so you know here we'll ingratiate you with this cultural thing but those are real people these this is fiction and in fiction this is a white guy writing about white people getting cool tattoos that denote that they are the coolest orc to ever live. Um, uh, it, like an, an unbelievable badge of honor. Like it's, it is a, it is an incredible badge of honor for him to have this. Um, and it's uh, traumatic for Melanie to see because the last time she saw one of these tattoos, they are extremely rare. The, yes. the last time she saw one of these tattoos, it was on her father. Yes. Who is brutally murdered in front of her along with her, uh, along with her uh, mother and we get like a PTS flashback where we get to see her whole life uh, flash in front of her and her parents die. Um, and it's one of the rare in color ones. And it's like, man, everyone's hair color is just like, is just something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a whole lot is happening here. And yeah, they are in fact feathers. If you, if you, if you notice they are yeah. drawn slightly more feathery. Uh, in this one shot. Um, but yeah, man, man, so much of this, uh, this, this, uh, there's a lot of the band stuff is happening, but it does not matter. It's, it is a lot of jokes about like the way that they have to go out of their way to make one, like the, 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 like they have like crystal wands that work as microphones and stuff. And it's just like a lot of like effort goes into like this weird one-off bit. Um, but uh, our, none of that, none of that really matters, uh, because the orcs show up. Well, I mean, before before we get into the whole fucking can of worms of the orcs, you, 
You you want to you want to take a look at this other can labeled "Scissors is Gay." Oh God, I didn't even want to talk about scissors homosexuality. Fuck. Um. Yeah. Fuck. I forgot about that. So, uh, uh, Cesark like reveals that he's gay, which like our opening scene of him is having a threesome. Mm-hmm. What what part of that was straight? I like. Is it one of those like it's not gay if the balls don't touch type situations? No, 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 or... no. It's it's I'm not bisexual. I am I am fully homo. Like, yeah, no, I... no. I'm, I'm I get that, but I'm just saying like why didn't that count previously? Like as part of his like, and yeah, uh, fuck. This this is it... this is I'm gonna call bi like bisexual erasure because it's like his oh. first thing that shows up is him having a threesome and. Literally, um, like no, yeah. no. He's he's coming out as as uh, having 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 no uh, sexual affection for for ladies at all, um, and in fact, like the truth is, he he comes he comes out as a Deegan sexual. Yes, <laughs> um, which, is a, which is a very common way of writing homosexual characters at the time of just I'm not gay. I just want to sleep with this guy. So he does say the word gay. Like I will give that that, mm-hmm. sm- uh, that small amount of credit. He does say I am a gay man. It's very forced in a way that no gay man would ever say I'm a gay man and I'm gay in love with you. Uh, it just it's just not like how people talk, uh, especially queer people. And he's like his thing is like I'm in love with you, Dominic, and I also want to kill Luna because that like, but I like have to like taper that urge to kill her. Because, like, that won't make you happy. Which, like, I almost like as an idea. I just hate the fact that it's, like, the classic, like, I'm in love with you, and I'm also evil. And I'm the only queer representation in this story. My 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 gayness is 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 uh tied up with uh uh my 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 uh, evilness my my uh, dark demon my my uh, uh dark temptations of my demon wound. Yes, it's it's the evil spiky sex self. Uh, is um, also his gay half. Um, because he, he's he's divided into his gay half and his boring half. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you, the, there are two wolves inside of you. One is gay, and the other is regular. Like as we yeah. joked you know, before. <laughs> yes, it's the classic. Um, there is a oh, man. Yeah, it's it's dumb. It's bad. I I I I do like him trying to like practice on a dummy. I think that's cute. Oh, but, um. I don't think this is the thing that I desperately wanted to talk about before, but I do remember a thing that I desperately need to talk about, though, regarding okay. the, the the concert. Um, okay, so so the the two things I was talking about with uh, um, we are just putting off the orcs at this point indefinitely, so we don't have yes. to talk about them. Yes, uh, D- uh, Dominic's mom at one point, like speaking of like do- yeah, like the, the the Dominic's mom could could solve this problem instantly with a single call to city, city hall, <laughs> like. Um, uh, while, while everybody else is scrambling to figure out how, how to do something about Barthas, um, her husband has to call her and ask, hey, can I please have a favor? <laughs> <laughs> and the favor turns out to be, she gets free labor from her students, from, like, several dozen members of, of, of the student body of her university, by offering... Free time off and free college credits on whatever the fuck it is they're studying to go down to Barthas and set up the stage for this concert for the benefit concert. Yeah, yeah, it's it's some classic bullshit. I uh, I this I, is so 
astonishingly cheap and corrupt. It's it's amazing. I the thing I needed to desperately talk about before we got talking about the elves, to, uh, the elves, the orcs too, is a is a plot detail that contradicts everything we've known up to this point, and also contradicts stuff that has happened in this episode. So we get told that like oh yeah, uh, um, Infernomancy is like considered like the art of this kingdom because Callan employs a lot of uh of infernomancers or at least uh, the, did during least, during the like war the, during the orc war during the genocide, genocide. yeah <laughs> war wars imply uh a, a balance of power between two uh two uh positions this is just a genocide uh but that, that's a detail that like infuriates me because like how because because the thing is we know that they have Infernomancers still... Like, we will eventually know that Infernomancers are still in the employ of the, the Court of Kalin. How the fuck can you declare a place as a toxic waste dump when, like, you're... Like, because they're in, because Infernomancy is being there. When, like, Infernomancers are, like, on the take. Like, they are... There are people that okay. you hire in the government. Here, here's, here's where it gets, like, really fucked up. Okay. All right. This... It's giving me a headache to, to, to formulate these words. Mookie forgets that between this saga and the next. God. Um, apparently, it is, like, the most world's most poorly kept state secret because Jaden knows because she was mobilized during that campaign. But Pam and every other character doesn't. Like the 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 the, the bulk of the populace of Kaelin does not know that Inferno Mancers were deployed during the Great Orc genocide. Which is like a how kind of question. Because it's any, really, yeah, cause it's, it, 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 because it's one of those things where you can just go like well it's it's a it's a fantasy world where it's medieval times or whatever there's less access to information but what is the jobs is is seeing things there's movable printed type and everybody has access to c-mail yeah there There are psychic internet (laughs) it it just doesn't work like none of this works and it's and it's it's a plot detail that exists because they wanted like the like Discworldian type thing where it's like a recontextualization of a real world thing into this setting. Um, Cause it's, it's just exists because but, that way they can throw up the devil horns from like <laughs> rock music and it be a thing that makes sense in this universe, which is apparently also a thing that was culturally appropriated from the orcs. Yes. <laughs> anyway, anyway, oh God, wow. So all the orcs know, and anybody who is ever a veteran of the orc campaign knows. But here's the, here's the insane thing. Next arc, there will be a bunch of people who are mysteriously ill and dying in the Kalen government and all around Kalen, and no one will know why, because they are secretly Infernomancers. Yes. That, like, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. That, are, that have been secretly Infernomancers. Sometime between the, the, the Orc War and and now, at the exact moment of, of the storytelling of the setting, the the Infernomancers were purged and officially illegalized. So, oh, man. so all, all current Infernomancers within the Caitlin government are not publicly registered such. 
man, this story sucks. <laughs> uh, we get like a weird. Uh, so because okay, Siegfried doesn't know, Siegfried is caught yeah. off guard by yeah, infernomancers within the, <laughs> the highest echelons of our government. How did that happen? Even though he was, he himself was a veteran of the Ark War. His uh, father was a hero of the Ark War. I. Uh, we get one of the most contrived introductions I've ever seen of anything ever uh, that exists ex- specifically because it's meant to play on your expectations of the story up to this point where, like, I guess Dominic is working like the ticket booth. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess. Um and it's one of those things where it's like uh, a bunch of orcs show up. And they're like, hi, we're orcs. Two tickets to uh, the, the rock concert, please. And he goes like, no, but we don't allow their their kind in here. And, and the orc rightly goes, wait, are you saying you're racist against orcs? And he goes, no, I'm not prohibiting the orcs. I'm racist against Infernomancers. And that, that back and forth only works if you assume Dominic is racist. <laughs> Because he's never done anything to contradict that thought up to now. Because he's like a rich douchebag who owns his own home uh, and has moved multiple times. And like his mother is like owns Wizard Harvard. Um. (laughs) uh, So there's nothing in his character that would imply he's not orc racist. Well, except Um, that he's fine with 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 Luna. Well, yeah, well, no, because he's he's history's perfect special boy. Uh, also, um, he's yeah. We're we're about to learn that he is fully fluent in orc. Yeah, he he truly is the best of them. Yeah, he he is <laughs> he is also a mighty whitey. Uh, um, if people don't know what that term is, it's like it's like when a when a person like a white person ingratiates themselves into like oh another it, culture and is like the it's, best of it's, them. It's it's Iron Fist. It is yeah. it is it is a white person uh, winding up being adopted by by a a native tribe. A, a, a tribe of, of, of native savages and then proving themselves uh, like becoming like usually they wind up becoming very specifically for whatever reason, becoming yeah, the chief's adopted son, becoming a rival with the chief's biological son, and then inheriting some special honor that is reserved for the greatest among the native tribe. If you can somehow activate the dead neurons that associated with the movie Avatar, uh, you will remember that that's what the plot of that is. Uh, it, it is. It's a whole trope. It's it's a whole kind of white savior thing of like I'm so in tune with their people. I'm basically one of them, and also the best of them, and also, but still like white. Like that's a that's an important part. Like I'm the em- I'm the god emperor of these people, but I'm still like the white guy as well. So just like a little bit more special. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, turns- so you too, reader, uh, can have the fantasy of you, you being a white person are innately superior to these people. If you wound up among them, you could easily master their yeah. their their native ways and and become uh, way better at their thing than they are. Yeah, the thing that the th- the ancestral thing that they have passed down through generations, you would just be innately better at it. Um, but yeah, so there's an Infernomancer amongst them, and you can tell he's an Infernomancer because he's wearing an evil cloak. Um, <laughs> and it is mind-blowing that, 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 
these two orcs are okay with them, with, with him, and, like, stand up for him. When, when, like, we do not allow Infernomancers in here, this this town was ravaged by an Infernomancer. Um, everything about Infernomancy makes an Infernomancer in, innately evil and a danger to everyone around them. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he's our bro. <laughs> well, cause we, we're, we're, gonna find, we're gonna find out that, like, uh, Brodok or whatever his name is, isn't even the worst member of this group. Oh, yeah. He comes oh, out pretty yeah. pretty squeaky clean in comparison to his, to so, his uh, friend here. So here, here's here's where it gets super insane. Uh, the, the setting runs on, on pure nepotism. Um, uh, Miranda shows up and, and, and sees one of the orcs and goes, Oh, hello, Stonewater. You've grown up so much. And Dominic goes, Wait, you're Stonewater? My, my orc uh, blood brother? <laughs> by way of my connection through my dad? Um, I'm so glad to finally meet you. Yeah, no, you guys are cool. Yeah, bring bring your fucking bring your warlock in with you. Why not? Yeah, kill if you. You say your, he's cool, bring, and he's cool. Yeah, bring your your horrible hellomancer. I know that like there's no good such thing as a good hellomancer, but I guess it's okay. You, I mean, um, you know, you, you speak for him, and and if like like clearly you're on Team Deegan, thus. <laughs> Uh, you're on our side, and thus, you know, I, I can, I can, I can trust you and anybody associated with you. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's it sucks. This it, isn't even it, this it, isn't it, even the worst part about Stonewater. It, it really <laughs> does. It really does codify. I think in this moment, more than anything, that there are no good or bad actions. There are good or bad teams. Like yes. this, this, this fucking hellomancer. He, yes, true. He is a hellomancer. He is tied into the very forces of evil itself. Uh, but he's on the right team, so like, yeah, no, welcome, <laughs> well, welcome in, yeah. welcome in, welcome buddy. Aboard. Um, um, uh, so, so the uh, the girl orc uh, with this group, Grank, Grinch, 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 Grinch. <laughs> Grinch of all fucking things. Yes, Grinch invites herself on stage because the the orc drummer uh, drums orcishly, um, yes. so she must orcishly dance, uh, as is their people's way. <laughs> Um, um Melinda is is wearing an uh uh a loincloth to drum because that is the way of their people also. I guess. Um, um Yeah, uh, fucking during, uh, uh Grinch looks like a white mage in most of her like panels because of the weird mm-hmm, like because of the triangle uh Yeah. Um, like they're trying to go for cut. like a native kind of thing, but it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she just looks like Aerith, <laughs> or Aerith rather. So I'm about to I'm about to vomit. Like it's, it's yeah, this is I'm, so I'm, hard. I'm gonna um, do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I can do it. Um. So uh uh yeah, we learn about her. Her name is Grinch. We learn we learn about yeah. Her name is Grinch uh, Rukita of the Razgala, um, which is really hard to pronounce, frankly. Don't uh, worry, it'll never come up again. No, it will, and it would be really super oh, important. God. Yeah, because it, it, the the march over Moltok yeah. is all about these dumb tribes. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the Bulgak uh, uh, uh which is a really ridiculous name. That's the that's the Hellomancer of the Shintula, and then Stonewater. 
of the <laughs> Alara Kelshin, which is, if we remember correctly, the Kelshin was the really important, really special tribe. So not only not only is he uh, important, but he's important amongst the orcs. He's like an orc prince. Um, uh, but yeah, his name's Stonewater, which already is just like a weird like why. Like, why isn't his name, like, it translates, it means Stonewater, it's, and it's hard to translate out of Orcish or whatever. It's just, no, his name is Stonewater, for reasons beyond uh, understanding. We get, like, little flashbacks of him having, like, I don't know, if you're an abuser, can you still call them post-traumatic stress uh, episodes? Um, Potentially. Uh, he um. has... He has like nightmare visions remembering because he him and him and uh uh Melina have like beef, they have history. And all of the things in the like all of his past memory things imply that they're really bad. Like he did some some dirt. Some he he it really looks like he forced himself on Melna for some reason, uh that we don't really quite understand mm-hmm. yet. Uh Melna, Melna sees him in the crowd. She uh, she she does her 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 magic Superman jump air, air jump yeah. over to him, smiles and hugs him. Yeah, which is going to make no fucking sense going forward immediately, <laughs> immediately yeah. into the future, the beginning of next saga. No fucking sense. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, Stonewater. Like it, it also like we'll get into it next episode because we don't really have time to talk about it in full. But this story is so so defensive of Stonewater to an unbelievable degree. Uh, and I'm gonna have to bring up the dumb Thermian argument again, shit, mm-hmm. where it's just like you can't justify sto- like like unpro- like problematic story elements with like justifications within the story and expect them to be okay. Oh, but yeah, it turned but it turns the- out that like Stonewater, whatever he did, Melna, I guess, forgives him to some degree, and this really is just there so that uh, Bolgak uh, can be like grumpy about it, or he's just like, oh, he gets everything he wants, even even when he's a bad guy, everybody forgives him. Uh. Oh, oh, those aren't his own thoughts. That is an example of him being a danger to himself and everyone around him. <laughs> there is a demon whispering in his ear. Y- yes, I was getting to that, but he's he's having like grumpy incel thoughts. Uh, oh, he's, he's such a. Uh, women, women only want to date jerks, and they don't want to date men like me. Uh, an enlightened redditor uh, man. I, I've just, I've decided that Hellamancy just comes from Reddit. That's that's how it's happened. <laughs> it's happened in the dark web of the Reddit. Um. um oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um. um yeah. It, as the demon Reddit <laughs> whispers yeah. into his ear. Um. Oh. The the thing that's really sickening is that like I've I have just recently read War in Hell the the next chapter and it I think you mean War and Reddit. It isn't even justified within the lore. It is yeah. it is like like th- there's the Thermian argument of like whatever fucking in like in setting justifications you make don't justify you like you're the one who made up all of that shit that like uh backfills why this is okay it's not even okay within setting <laughs> but but also it but also it is like it's it's fucked up like we'll, yeah. we'll get into it in the war in hell but there is a moment in which like there's a moment where everyone is like justifiably calling stonewater's bullshit out and then the rug gets pulled out from all of that and it's revealed that like that is all unnatural 
Yes, it is the Me Too demon. Yeah, he is the Me Too demon. Um, um, it, it, he he has it, it is an, it is revealed to be an, an unnatural outrage towards yeah. his totally justified within the culture of orcs because uh, we can't they, talk about orc culture every fucking second but like everyone turns out to be mad at Stonewater because political correctness is coming <laughs> yeah we, we, we'll get into it in the war of hell uh, uh, next week but like Stonewater is a monster and it's not just because he's like it, he's a monster, and he's a monster in a in, in a in a racist way because it's further compounded by it being justified by cultural practices, which in itself is a racist stereotype mm. about indigenous cultures that they mm-hmm. have rape clauses in their their culture, I guess. And that's like that was a that was a genuine fear mongering amongst the white man to use to justify the threat that they were coming to your doors to rape your women because it was uh, just part of their because you know of course they didn't have Jesus, in uh, Jesus. against every non like yeah that it, it's yeah, been levied against the Chinese it's been levied against Arabs it's been levied against yeah um, yeah this this is just racist like this that's just th- this is this is a fundamentally and, and racist it is plot a point. essential plot point yes of, of course of next saga I. I am like sick to my stomach thinking about this and 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 uh, what we're going to have to talk about next chapter because especially I am so ashamed of myself that a next chapter is where I walked out of the comic for the first time <laughs> almost mm-hmm. a decade ago when I stopped reading and the reasons I stopped reading compared to all the shit we're going to have to talk about next week are laughable like it is pathetic that these are those the, the reasons that I like had or at least consciously had for giving up on the comic are the reasons they are mm-hmm. um but that that discussion exists in the future <laughs> yes you can you can find our contacts i'm thou art fi on everything basically uh I, i'm extremely not safe for work weird is uh at weirdington e or at weirdington e- esq um, it's, yeah, it's uh, all it's all yeah. linked in the thing at waiting uh, to gmail.com if you, if you want to send us emails send us emails there uh, we're both very tired uh, very but tired. yeah you, you uh, the, 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 the remainder of this episode <laughs> the war on reddit remains to be heard in the future bye <laughs> <laughs>